Welcome back, everybody, once again to The Brink. As we bring you another episode, uh, how are you doing this week? The Brink. The Brink. Oranges. No. Um, I'm excited this week because you and I have had a good week when it comes to exercise and fitness. Would you like to share with everybody how you did this week? I lost 1.3 kilos. And you are currently the lightest you have been since we've started this, so Correct. congratulations. You went to the gym three times this week. I did. Which The other two times, well, one, I was working, and two... You did work, you could have gone, but, I mean, you didn't, which, you know... How many times did I go this week? Five! And I, I did extra things than I usually do, so I was quite impressed with myself, so... I am very impressed with both of us, actually, because we've been doing keto now for four months. Uh, you've lost, like, 11 kilos, have you? 11.1. I've lost 21.8 uh, kilos, which is quite nice. Um, but I'm also, I, I think, thoroughly impressed with our attendance of the gym because we've been, I think, member now for three months and this, I think, has been the most active I've ever been at a gym. Like, I'm like everyone. You join for the gym, you go for about a month, and then you eventually just don't go. But I've always wanted to be one of those people who are like, I'm a gym person. I want to go to the gym. And I literally feel at the end of every day of work, like, I've got to go to the gym. It's just That's just how it is. I agree. I, I don't think I've ever... Oh, I have... No, I don't think I've ever belonged to a gym till now. Um, but what was I going to say? Shoot. Um, something about... Oh, I think it's going to be... A little bit harder in the summer because okay maybe harder is the wrong word because i will want to go outside but i think that we will force ourselves to do both like outside on the weekends inside on the i don't know well i, I don't know i think the lot of the reason why we joined the gym wasn't it because we started to try and do some walks around queen's park here and there's like a fitness trail but then like you know we ultimately just got lazy with them plus winter it was getting dark and cold and all that sort of stuff but um yeah, like I, I like I, I personally don't see an issue with summer. That's just me. I think I'm going to be completely the same. I don't, I don't personally see an issue. I, I like it getting darker earlier, so it's a bit weird to be at a gym at seven o'clock and it's still daylight outside. Mm. But uh, I mean, we live in a part of the world where basically it stays daylight till about ten o'clock at night. Which I forgot about that. Remember when we first got here last year? Speaking of which, this week, happy one year of being in New Zealand. As of uh, this coming Thursday. We have officially been living in the land of the long white cloud for 12 months. Look at us go. Now, you lived in Australia for 11 and a bit months. You didn't quite make... I was, I think, two days short of a year. So, you were about to cross that threshold now of having lived in New Zealand the longest outside of living in Canada, obviously. I'm, I'm a bit disappointed in this. That's true. It's a little bit sad, isn't it? And, well, I mean, it's the same for me, really. I mean, it's the only country I've ever lived outside of Australia, but, um, you know, it, it long eclipsed the fact that I lived in Queensland for about six months. So it's, it's crazy. We're, Mallory and I are going back home to Tasmania in December. Uh, I have, uh, as of Thursday, it will be the longest. I would have been out of Tasmania for an entire year. I can say I've not been to Tasmania in a year. I asked me that two years ago, whether that would have ever been possible and never thought in a million years. Did you ever think you would leave Victoria when you were living there? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, admittedly, you are a bit younger than me, so you have all that. But I mean, when I tick over to 30 and I still never left the goddamn state to live anywhere else, I'm kind of thinking this is a lost cause. But um, here we are. What do you miss most about living in Victoria? Friends. <laughs> <laughs> That, well, you can watch and it. It's on family. Netflix. 
Bad joke. Yeah. Um, is that it, though? Like, I mean, taking the two obvious things away, do you, is there anything actually? Poutine. Poutine. You don't miss poutine. You don't like poutine as much as I do. Um, Did you even eat poutine I before miss, you met me? Actually, I miss going to the ocean all the time because we are probably the same distance from the ocean here as we are at home, but because... We'd be closer we, to the ocean here. No, it takes about 10 minutes drive. It's about 10 minutes drive. Um, Because... We live in such a small town. It has kind of become a thing where, like, if it takes longer than five to seven minutes to drive somewhere, then it's really far away. And I think that I, like, think of the beach as being really far away. Like, I haven't been to the beach since I've been here. We will. Yes, you have. No, I haven't. We went to the beach on New Year's Day. Not in Invercargill. Oh, you mean uh, uh, already beach? Yeah. Which we will go there uh, in the summer. Um, um, famous, of course, from uh, Burt Munro. If you've ever seen the world's fastest Indian, that's where they race along there. So even when I lived in Adelaide, I went at least probably three or four times a week. Like when we went, when we lived in Queensland, you think we would have been all the time, but we didn't really live near the beach in no, Queensland. No, we did lived we? far from a lot of things, and we basically only used public transport, which took a long time to get places. But admittedly, though, we did amp up and go to the Gold Coast quite a bit. Obviously, mm-hmm. when we were working at the Commonwealth Games, we were there a lot. But we, I think, to the last month or so, we actually went there a lot. I, I actually, I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I, I really loved living there. And, yeah, the weather's a pain in the butt, but I'm sure you probably acclimatised for a lot more in six months than I would have. But I think you and I, we move back to Australia one day. I, I would put Queensland very clear to the top of the list and move back to Brisbane or the Gold Coast. I, I like Adelaide. Adelaide. Eh, yeah, I mean... I like Adelaide. I'd rather live in Perth than Adelaide. Obviously, Melbourne would be the top of my list. Um, nah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I don't dislike Adelaide. I just don't know if I'd want to live in Adelaide. That's the the thing. Like, Adelaide to me is just bigger Hobart. I don't know. Then I have to go to Crows and Bloody Power game. I guess it's, well, you know, I prefer to go to Lions and Suns games. Poor Suns. Are you excited last week about GWS losing? We talked about that last week, didn't we? I can't remember when we... What are you doing? Cleaning your laptop because it's disgusting. I swear you're making it worse. You, like, got a big black smudge in there. I'm just actually fascinated to watch Mallory clean something. This is um, something that I'm not too privy to see you doing. You're making a smudge. I vacuumed the other day. That was the first time you vacuumed uh, in, a, in a very long time. Uh, Stiggy, our cat, which I think people know who that is, is hiding underneath thing. Um, we're not going to be having a quiz segment with you this week because we've got a bit of Josh on today, so uh, a bit of stuff going on there. But um, uh, I'll ask you a question. Um, who is Luke Skywalker's father? Darth Vader. Congratulations. Ding, 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 ding. Um, cool. All right, let's go into another segment and we'll hear from Ella at the end. We are so excited to bring back our next guest. He is an OG, a man we love, a man some of you hate, but then you're idiots because you shouldn't hate him because he's a man you should love. It is the man that brings on this introduction. Jesus being still all right, it's Joshua Schubert. How you doing, Joshy boy? Oh, I'm I'm very thankful that we can bring part of the '90s anytime I come on the show. It's it's thrilling, it's exciting, and also, uh, God, I should have really started off by playing a bit of uh, of this. Away from Tiger Land, a 
fighting fury we're from Tigerland. The Tigerland song, Josh. We live in a world oh, where no. your bloody team has won two premierships in three years. What is happening? What is wrong with the world today? This shouldn't be a thing. With everything going on in the world, we needed a few things to be right, and this is one of them. But we, when we live in a world where a reality TV show host can become president, where a 16-year-old girl can tell adults what to do, and that Richmond can win two premierships in three years, like... Growing up, growing up, all I knew Richmond of was that team that nearly made it and were always going to choke and just like, oh, the poor supporters are upset. It was just, it was as common as as things that are common. And now I have to live in a world where I, I thought it was weird last year when I would go to a Gold Coast Suns game against Richmond and you had cocky Richmond supporters. It was strange. I'm not used to that. And now they're <laughs> even going to be even more cocky. You've won two of the bloody things. Yes, and <laughs> suck it, Carlton. You well, you have won more premierships in the AFL era than Carlton ever has. That that's like that's a legitimate statement. That's true. Yeah, well, it's amazing. What I, I, I must say though, it wasn't the best game of football oh, to watch. Terrible! It was the worst grand final it was, it was, in this decade, was, easily. Yeah, yeah, and, and, and GWS, come on, mate. Uh, come on, look, come I, on. I, I come was on. on the big, big sound. I was I was on the Giants' bandwagon. But again, like, I have to say, the, the teams in this year's grand final were a, a vast improvement from last year. Because, like, no matter... I like, I've always had a soft spot for Richmond, and I still, you know, I'm, I'm glad, like, that they've won this. Like, when Hawthorne was winning them all the time, like, fuck off. When Geelong won them, I was like, cool, yeah, I don't mind Geelong. When Brisbane, like, cool, I don't mind Brisbane. That's fine. But, like, GWS, I kind of nothing. Like, I'm just like, they're there. Um, they're the South Australia of AFL teams, like no, they're they're the Meg. The, the, of the AFL. Meg. <laughs> no, Meg's Meg's. Um, I don't know, Adelaide. Uh, you know, <laughs> shut up, Adelaide. But it's just kind of like they're there, and I was like, oh, cool, I'm going to go for GWS just because Richmond won it a few. Years. If Richmond had won that two years ago, I would have been going for Richmond. But like at the end of the day, I was going for GWS. But then I was like, oh, look, I don't mind if they lose because. I'm still fine that Richmond won. It's just, I'm just, I had people over at my house because, you know, I had, uh, what, like three New Zealanders, um, two, no, two New Zealanders. One of them was half British. So that kind of was a weird combination. I had two Brazilians, uh, a Canadian, obviously, and an Aussie basically at my house. And then the majority of it was trying to explain to them what game they were watching. So, um, (laughs) You know, it's fun. That would have been but good. But I, was, I, was, I been kept apologising. I'm like, I'm sorry that this game sucks. This is a very bad game we're watching today. Yeah, well, that's it. And it, and it, not not Richmond's fault. They played a good game. They, they did. They did very well. I mean, how is it for you? To I remember when we had you on a couple of years ago. We had you just on after they beat GWS in the preliminary final, and then we had you after the grand final. Obviously, it's it's a little bit of a different feeling from breaking through, seeing them win it for the first time in thirty uh, what thirty seven years to now winning a second one. Do you, do you still get that sense of excitement, or is it a kind of a case of fuck? We're good. We deserve this. Yeah, I'd go with the latter. <laughs> You're just cocky You're now. Just sitting on you. Yeah, it's just like. <sighs> We got this. That's what, and I, that's what I was like. Uh, you know, the week before, like we saw who we were going to go up against after they they had their prelim against uh, who was it? Um, uh, they beat Geelong. Yeah, yeah, Geelong. And I'm like, you know, we got this. We, we we've got this. This was a we were able to beat Geelong. 
Uh, no, sorry, we were able to beat, beat was it Brisbane? You beat Brisbane in the qualifying, and then you beat yeah Geelong in the at, preliminary. But it was it was beating Brisbane at Brisbane, mm. which was like not heard of. Well, it's yeah. I mean, Brisbane peaked a lot this year, a lot more than people thought they would. Um, so, but yeah, they just they didn't have that finals experience really, where you guys obviously did. So. Uh, Mm. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people... I was hanging out for a Richmond Collingwood Grand Final just because it was, you know, the two most supported clubs in the yeah, country that... at the moment and, you know, feral fans on both you know, accounts. Was... <laughs> Screw you, but... Um... Well, come on. Admittedly, yeah, no, Josh, was, you I, have I, turned I... feral since you've become successful, all right? You were fine three no. years ago. Now you're just feral. We're not feral. We're just arrogant as hell. At least we have our teeth. Well, you're not Hawthorne. Um, that's true. <laughs> Which is funny, right? We're both Tasmanian, right? Uh, and we absolutely loathe Hawthorne. And a part of that is because of the fact of what has come from this yeah. bullshit deal with the government over Hawthorne. But, um, yeah. And, and we totally agree on that one, like, full heartedly, because it's like, that, that shit shouldn't happen no. at all. It's no. It's 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 a crazy one. Did you did you speak to someone like Hammers, our good friend um, Chris Hamley? Like, did you shoot him a message? I, I know a couple of years ago, uh, I think his girlfriend shared a video of his reaction as they won. So obviously, you know, it would have been interesting to see how he was reacting this year. No, I didn't actually. Um, I did though have a good old high five with a, another mate of ours who's also mates with Hammers. Um, his name's Dan Sweet. Mm. Um, and nearly every and my mum was stoked. You should have seen her. She was happy. It's I mean she was happy. I just remember the, the good old days, um, you know, when we get hammers on and you'd always end up talking about Richmond and I remember our Killfield two premiere when you guys brought up it was a bit of an ongoing joke there about Richmond not doing well there. Um, I remember an easy way to get Chris angry was bringing up the 2013 elimination final when we beat you guys, the last final that we've won, incidentally. Um, we shouldn't have been there. That was the year that Essendon got uh, disqualified, basically, because of the drugs. So we finished in Richmond's mm. position of ninth. Uh, you know, we got into the finals. You were leading us by about 30-odd points, and then we somehow stormed home and beat you guys. That was a brilliant final. I, I very much loved that final. No, I, I, I remember <laughs> that game. It was a good game it to watch. It was great. Like, it's the thing. I think where a lot of football fans get a bit put out, though, is that they're not actually able to accept that when even with their team gets beaten, if it's a good game of football, it is a good game of well, football to watch. Well, that was the the one that I'm most dirtiest about as a Carlton fan in terms of... Because, I mean, we only played in four finals this decade, four... Yeah, five, five finals. Only won two of them. The, the In 2011, we had a pretty good side. We finished fifth. And I still argue, had we had a better coach, we would have you know, possibly gone a lot further. So we we belted Essendon, our first final that we had won in a decade, and then we came up against West Coast in Perth. And basically, you win that game, you go into a preliminary final. Now, we were, we were leading most of the game. West Coast put on a string of good goals in the last quarter, and then, you know, we ended up fighting back right at the end, and there was this contentious decision, basically. Andrew Walker, I remember, got shoved out of the play. Should have been a free kick with, like, 10 seconds on the clock. Wasn't given. Had it been given, it would have been directly in front. We would have kicked the goal. We would have been into a preliminary final. Of course, we lost by like five points. So, yeah, I was. I remember just punching the table so hard that I was just dirty as all fuck. But, again, I, I admit it was a great game of football. Um, but it came up again. They did a – the AFL did a list of, like, top ten semifinals in the last, you know, ten years, and that was on there. And I'm like, ugh. 
remind me of that goddamn game. There was another one too. Um, in 2009, we'd made the finals for the first time since 2001, and we played uh, Brisbane in Brisbane. That would have been the last final series that Brisbane were in before this year. And it was at the Gabba. We kicked the opening goal of the final quarter, and we were leading by like 32 points. So, like, you're 32 points up with 19 minutes to go. You're pretty much thinking you're home. Brisbane came back and beat us on the siren, basically. That was Brendan Favola's last ever game for Carlton, and just, oh, that I'm still dirty on that 10 years later. Like, just... I think Brendan would be as well, wouldn't he? Yeah, well, he's he's um, uh, daughter's dating um, Rioli from Richmond, so he was at the MCG cheering a lot for Richmond the other day. So he posted on his Instagram, he, he put on um, Daniel Rioli's Guernsey and kind of was wearing the Premiership medal, <laughs> and so... Only time Favola ever got to wear one of them, so. <laughs> Poor Fev. And it's a, t- and, and a, and a Tigers one as that. I love Fev. <laughs> um, you can't say. No, he's a good lad. You can't say lad. the same, though, for your beloved Knights. They didn't even make the finals, did they? Yeah, what, what, what about them? We don't talk about them. <laughs> they're, 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 they're the black sheep right they're now. They're rebuilding. Right? They'll be up there. I mean, Cronulla made the finals, but we were out in the first round, so good for us. But yeah. Canberra, Sydney, no. do we give a shit about that this weekend? Uh, not really. You know, here's where I'm at. Here's where I'm at with this. So my father was a, apparently, this is a story he tells, I don't know how true it is, but he, he reckons he was one of the original club members. Like, not 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 a player, obviously, just like part of the club. Which club? And Canberra Raiders. Oh, right, okay. Okay. And so when he, so he's been a Raiders fan forever, but he never talks about it. He's more, more AFL. But... Oh. Um, now he's obviously a big fan. <laughs> yeah, now he's obviously a big fan. Now, and like the Raiders, yeah, they're cool and all that, but no, I, I, my, I'm not a fan of a Bogan team, and both of them seem to be Bogan teams. Like you got Sydney, I'm like, okay, cool. Who goes to Sydney? Everyone out west. But isn't but isn't Sydney more of the 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 glamour because they're from Bondi? It's kind of like I thought Sydney had a bit of. They're kind of like the Melbourne demons. Like you know, Melbourne's a bit snooty. Like they're always kind of got that reputation. I thought the Roosters were a bit that not, way because they're based out of Bondi. Yeah, well, that's the thing though. I don't know why they're based out of Bondi because they're Sydney City. Who knows? Dead. Yeah, and like and, and Bondi people, they're a bit weird too. So. I look, it's it's kind of um, I don't really care, um, but at the same time, I yeah. would go for Canberra because I was like a team that hasn't won it in a while. Uh, I don't mind the city of Canberra, but um, like, and to be honest, if we're going to go off like what city we prefer, I, I'm, I'm going to go Canberra. I actually quite like Canberra. I'm going. I'm actually going there tomorrow, uh, taking the boys up to the uh, War Memorial Annex Open Day. They've got this big warehouse at Mitchell. It's got a crap load of stuff that we're going to stay there for at. Sunday. Enjoy the festivities of the city. You know, just get into the. No, I I, I choose life. <laughs> I'm coming home. <laughs> I, like it's it's interesting, like because I mean, obviously, you know, I got to experience Cronulla winning a couple of years ago, which was fantastic. But it's actually weird not seeing Melbourne in the grand final. It's the first time I think since 2015 that Melbourne hasn't made it. So. You know, I thought it has been longer than 2015. No, it was because they they we beat them in 2016, then they beat North Queensland in 2017, and Sydney beat them last year. So, and 2015 was the North Queensland Brisbane Grand Final where um what's his name Thurston kicked that golden point uh to win it for North Queensland. So that was a beautiful Grand Final because Brisbane lost. Like Br- Brisbane are the whole oh, right, yeah. of the NRL. Um, I it's weird. I but, I actually but, like Brisbane but, sporting but, teams. But, so, but I just don't like the Broncos. Would, 
I I put them above Melbourne in my opinion. Nah, I, I'm not Melbourne's a fan my, of Melbourne. Melbourne's my second team. I like the, I like the Storm. No, I don't. I don't like them at all. I, I just remember like the first bit of sports news that I got when I was uh, on my mission was that Melbourne had just been caught up in that uh, scandal. And then they lost the the points in the premiership, and they they're essentially they were allowed to play, but you know you're still at the bottom of the ladder regardless if you win or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was that was interesting. It's been interesting over here too with uh, the the Rugby World Cup, the All Blacks. Just we went out to a bar to watch them play the other week against uh, the Springboks. Um, so the Wallabies had won that day, but I didn't dare wear my Wallabies jersey. I actually wore my All Black shirt. So I was. I I personally know a former player and coach of the All Blacks. And who would that be? S- Sid Going, the esteemed Sid Going. How's he? How's Sid going? Uh, last I saw on Facebook, which is like a day ago, they're doing good. They're doing good. They're having fun. That's good. That's good. Do you- no, he, 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 he's actually a Mormon. He, him and his wife were senior missionaries when I was serving. Well, you, that's how I met them. You don't like union, do you? Everyone assumes that. No, that's that's not the case. I, I quite like union. But I, 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 there's a very yeah. famous clip on this program, Joshua Shoebridge. Of uh, on one of our, I think, uh, montage to music uh, end of year things where you say you hate rugby union. I have that on audio. So, <laughs> yeah, but how long ago was that? Like a decade ago. <laughs> exactly. Well, I've grown up. You've grown up into a more. Uh... No, 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 that actually puts me onto a bit of a tangent now, right? So, it was about a decade ago. So, that's like 2009, right? Mm-hmm. Let's, let, let's say 2008, 2009. And I've said something. In my youth, yes, which has now changed. One of many things you said in your youth. Shut up! But the thing is, right? It's not who I am now because we all change. That that's what that's what happens, though, isn't it? Like, would you would you agree that you are not the same person you were ten years ago? Uh, uh, I mean, there are definitely parts of me that has grown up. I would agree with that, yes. And mm. I have matured into different things. I, I often see on my time hop things I posted on Facebook 10 years ago and delete them because I'm like, why the hell did I post that? That's dumb. But, yeah, I mean, look, I, I can't disagree with you. I think there are definitely parts of me that are different between now and then. But I would then also say I think there's large portions of me that are the same as they were 10 years ago. Yeah, but when I say, well, but they're they're portions of you that would that you would say are the same, but they would have grown with you and evolved. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, so all right. So, therefore, saying something in it also in a time where certain speech was accepted. Okay. So you got these two little caveats here. You're saying things or doing things at a time where certain things were socially acceptable. Mm -hmm. To uh, the fact that you were young. And immature to now, where you've all since that time already changed how you speak and what you say in public, and also the, your 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 moral fabrics is changed slightly or evolved. Why then should you be held accountable at today's standards for what you've said ten years ago? Yeah, I I definitely agree because my argument when you talk about things like this and to try and exactly agree with your point is is that like. You know, today, let's hypothetically today, you know, I don't know, it's acceptable. I'm wearing a green jumper right now. It's acceptable for me Hmm. to wear a green jumper in 2019. In 10 years' time, if wearing a green jumper is the most offensive thing that you can do, 
why should I be held accountable today for wearing this green jumper when in 10 years' time, how am I meant to know that this is going to be considered offensive? Exactly right. and and But at the same time, and this, this is where I'm going back to the fact that you, especially for us who are being men, and I'm going on the biology here, so if you're going Don't to Don't define my I'm gender, assuming... Josh. It's 2019. How dare you? I know. Sorry. I don't care. <laughs> and, and this is, again, where we're going with this is like, it, it was it was at a time socially acceptable in Australia uh, for certain insults to that that were that could be deemed as uh, anti 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 homosexual. I don't like the word homophobic because I think that's uh, it's a misuse of the word. I'm not. I don't have any rational fear of gay people. So just because I call someone a word that could be derived as a derogatory term for someone who's homosexual, I don't think that makes someone scared of them. It makes them insensitive or uh what's the word or, or just bigoted. plain stupid pardon but you're bigoted big bigot bigoted yeah yeah, yeah that's it yeah but at the same time though where's the line in bigotry like especially for us australians we take the piss out of everyone okay most aussies take the piss out of everybody including ourselves and that's not bigoted it's just what we do yeah Look, that feeds... Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And it, but it, that the, the one thing I will say is fun to try and explain to... I, I Last year when Mallory and I went back to her home city in Victoria, we were at a table with some of her friends and family and the discussion... And this is Victoria in Canada. Yeah, Victoria, the right. city. So it's a, a city on Vancouver Island just to the west of Vancouver and British Columbia. Um, and the, the, the topic came up about this stereotype of Australians being racist. And so I was trying to explain, like, look, this isn't true. We're not racist. This is kind of what how it is. And then one of Mallory's friends just would not have a bar of it. She's just like, so it's okay to be racist? And I'm like, well, no, I'm not saying... She said, but you just said, if you make a joke about someone, that's okay. And I'm like, no, like, that's not what I'm saying. Oh, but you just said... And I'm just, I was just like, okay, I'm not getting through to you. This is, this is a hard thing to explain <laughs> because it's... It is. It's... Like, and this feeds back into what you just said about you don't like the term homophobic. I think that opens up that broader spectrum of words losing their actual meaning that you can yeah. you can label a country as racist based on the way they handle things. Now, look, things definitely today are a lot more sensitive around certain things than they were 10, 20, 30 years ago. Fine. That's how times developed and changed, and that feeds back into what you're saying about being held accountable. I think people are more mm. educated today about what they can and can't say, but then it also people are a lot more fear-mongering around things and make a bigger deal out of things. So, but I, Exactly. So I think that that then goes to my point about the term racist being so overused. Sexist is so overused. All of these words are overused. And I know we've talked about this before, but that that is my view on the issue. It's kind of if somebody wants to label someone as one of those words, I think there needs to be a lot more weight behind them labeling someone with one of those words. Yeah, and, that, and that's where I get really... Uh, like The thing that really annoys me is where people... Um, they don't want to clarify. They, they they clarify certain things, but then they don't clarify other things. So, like, you know, for the word racist, like for me, a racist person is someone who is inciting hate, the, the actual definition of hate, uh, segregation and violence against another race. That is what a racist is to me. 
Yeah, I would agree with that. I also, I also think it is somebody who discriminates some based on a person's race. Like you are, you are blatantly discriminating against oh, a yes. person because they are a different race to you. And that's where I also want to point out when I signify of a different race to you, I do not fall into that belief that you can only be racist against people of color. I believe you can be racist against, you can be racist against white people. It, exactly. A white but, white but, people but, but, are but, a race. Be careful. Be careful what you say there, because that's hateful. What you're saying. I've, it's, white people. But, 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 <laughs> check your check your privilege. Well, this this is the thing. I can't say that. I'm a white male. I'm, I'm I've got privilege. I'm not entitled to that opinion. Which again is another issue to me because it's the perception of that and that. Okay, oh, for the most part no, in was... history, that may have been what is perceived to be true. But you like if you are judging a person on something that they can't control. I, you, anyone listening to this cannot control your race. You cannot control your gender. Now that's a controversial thing because people would argue you can or you can't. But like in the deep midst of that debate. Biologically, you cannot. That's it. Biologically. This is where I put the caveat in like biologically, you're a man. Biologically, you're a woman. There are only two biological things you could be even if you are born with two sets you are you are predominantly one so in that but even even then i would say that in that spectrum of of conversation that Mm. people who you know transgendered individuals or gender fluid individuals or whatever they signify you know define themselves as they would say i can't control what i am and fair enough that's that's that viewpoint, not a viewpoint, but that's that's how they say, and I'm fine. Like that's fine. I I'm not how I like to form form an opinion on that side of things is I am not educated enough to really form a true opinion on what how all that works. To, the the thing I'm then going to bring up is like I personally believe you can't control your sexuality. That's my belief. You are mm. you are straight, you are gay, you are bi, you are you know, whatever you are. So that's well, another thing to my, me that he, you can't he, Well, he, he, here's my thoughts on it. And, and it, this goes a bit different to most people in, in my in my spectrum of, of of thought, I believe that you are predisposed to like, like everyone's got this thing where you've got, you're attracted to something and everyone's different in that regard. And, and it's not a choice factor. It's like, you, okay, you're attracted to blondes. You're attracted to this. You're attracted to guys. You're attracted to the girls. Everyone's got that, that sort of pivot, so to speak. So I, I, I get that and I accept that and I understand that. Um, but I also believe that not that just not only covers sexuality. I think that it covers a lot of different things, especially religion, because religion, uh, people like to do. You choose to be a Christian. Yes, I, it was my choice to be a Christian. However, it is also very real for me. Like certain aspects of religion is a real thing for me, just like how your tradition, your your racial traditions are real for you. Your feelings for your significant other is real for you, and, and that's where I think everything from race to religion to sexuality should be kept on the same level. Not, you know, the, you want equality when it comes to this sort of thing, but a lot of people would rather have their particular um, subculture or, or their or desires or whatever you want to call it, it put on a, on a high pedestal than, than ones that they seem to be a, a threat maybe. A threat probably a good word for it to, to what they believe. 
which, and it goes both ways. Yeah, which I mean, history is littered with um, wars and events that basically border down to people being threatened by something they they are prejudiced against, or they don't they feel that something different is affected to them, so they're going to cause an outrage of that. I mean. Yeah, I, th- I think like we always end up in this topic of conversation, Josh. It just, it just always happens, and I think kind of the, the thing that always comes down to is is that um, I mean, okay, you you put a very good post up the other week on your um, your page for your political side of things, uh, kind of comparing mm. you and me to the fact that we have yes. differing views. Um, although your view again about the Last Jedi is just stupid, like that was just dumb. You're just an idiot for liking the Last Jedi. But um, I think it is a very good point because, look, I'll be honest with you, you share you share a lot of things online, uh, a lot of opinion. You, you're a lot braver man than I am when it comes to sharing those things because I, I tend to just steer clear of things like that. Every day I get mad at something happening online. I'm, you know, like The Simpsons, you know, old man yells at cloud. That's me. Um, <laughs> but I, I don't um, like to share it often just because... At the end of the day, to me, nothing's going to come from it because my opinion is going to piss someone else off and they're going to get into a debate and then there's no end to that. It's just going to cause, no. you know. But you, on the other hand, like you, I, I applaud you for what you do. You you recently have obviously been sharing a lot of things in regards to certain political issues and things like that, which I personally do not agree with what you're sharing. In no way do I agree with what you're sharing. I get a lot of entertainment reading the comments and the debate that comes. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I love reading it. But like- I, 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 have to, I have to admit, though, I will say this. Sometimes I look at a post and I'm like, oh, if I share this, this is just going to go south so quickly gonna be fun and i share it but uh, there are there is a part of me that i love to stir i love stirring people it is so much fun but then there are there are you'll know if it's me and i'm actually very upset by something if i actually write something on top of it mm. if i write my feelings on it then it's like yes no i'm uh, he that is something i feel strongly about if it's more of a uh I, so there's, there's about three or four people that are on my facebook page that I know that they just they just can't help themselves but comment back. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got into right, a debate. The one time I've commented with my viewpoint on one of your things, well, I've maybe done it a couple of times, but probably the last time I did it, I remember getting into mm. a debate with one guy on there about it, and I just I just gave up. I'm just like, fuck, this guy isn't going to change. So I just muted the whole thing, and I can't remember who he yeah. was. But yeah, no, well, that, well that's the thing. And my my, like, I probably shouldn't say this, but it's like you can't argue with stupid. That's one thing. And there are some people, and I don't say that because of their opinions. I say that because of the way that they articulate their opinions. Because, like, obviously, like, there there are people out there who who say, like, uh, what's a good top, like, um, climate change is a really good one, all right, for the moment. Like, I, my opinions of it uh, differ to, to most people. And I had, there's these two conversations that came out. That, that really stick in my head. One was this person that I'm like, I kept asking this one question, what exactly do you want the Australian government to do yep. for climate change? You tell me exactly what you want them to do. And all they could spout was, oh, they just need to realise we're in a climate emergency. Blah, blah, blah. Like, there was no uh, no substance to their argument. There was no – they weren't actually – 
they just were just spouting slogans. And then there was one person who, again, we, we had a differing opinion, but he was able to sit there and we had a really good talk about, okay, well, we he concerned about the environment. He wants to be able to cut back on emissions. And he's like, look, what we could be doing is future-proofing future infrastructure and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, look, I agree with that. We, let's, let's future-proof. Uh, our, our infrastructure because if we do that that means when the new stuff comes out we'll be able to to deal with it like or let's implement certain strategies for the future and it wasn't more about him being in, in a doomsday cult it was about him actually going look i i think australia could do better here's how i think we can do it label it out and most of the time if someone can sit down there and actually articulate their their thoughts in a logical manner nine times out of ten i agree with them and that and that's the part where I, i'm more than happy to sit down and actually have a talk about it and that's that's a lot of the two why I don't like getting into like I agree with that completely because and a lot of the reason why then I won't feel the, like I want to but at the same time I don't because there are certain things that I I will say I have an opinion on and I'll have an opinion on but then if somebody challenges me to kind of go to a point where it's like well why do you have this opinion on it and like what you know back up this like sometimes I I just can't do that because every everyone's got an opinion the the, the famous saying of opinions like assholes everyone has one like it's fine exactly but it's like going back to my point when I was talking about say like um you know the transgender uh community mm. and things like that like I I may have an opinion. But I, I would then argue that I have an uneducated opinion because I've never been able to like. He, here's an example: like we, I'm, I'm not going to name names here and everything like that. But like, I know of an individual. You know this person too. They obviously mm. at one point in their life, well, probably still in their life, were you know obviously going through uh, the transition phase and they wanted to transition from one gender to another. And I remember having a conversation with them. And saying, like, look, I, I legitimately want to talk to you. Like, this is not me being a dick. I actually, can I ask you questions about this? And they were, hmm. they were very much open and honest with me in their answers. And I, I, I had to keep clarifying because I felt, honestly felt that my questions were, were being a dick. But, and like, people know me. They know that I can be a dick. I'm just fun. I'm not funny, but like, I try to be funny. And like, I, I go out of my way and can come across as a dick sometimes. But like, I just, I needed to because like, that's my uneducated self not knowing about this so i think kind of that's why i will not like i have an opinion on climate change i have an opinion this i have an opinion on that but i I don't stand by the fact that i'm a very educated viewpoint on some of these things that i maybe don't know about no that's it like for me climate change is a big thing at the moment uh our council's going through this i just just want to interrupt josh this has been an issue for a long time than right now and this is the thing that frustrates going back to my uneducated issues people are acting like no one's done anything about this until now do you not remember in primary school learning about global warming and that we need to act now? I vividly remember that. And I was like 12 years old, 11 years old. And this is this is the thing that frustrates me is that this generation, here I am being old man yells at cloud now, is that mm. kids today are acting like we've not done anything. We have. Maybe not no, that's the of what you want us to do, but we've not like we've just woken up. Oh, fuck, the planet's warm now. Fuck, we better do something. I go back to my Arge, but the Arge Barker joke is like when I burn my toast, I don't blame the bread. Um, <laughs> but on, on with all this, like the thing is, there's a big list I've got on my phone, and it's a big long list of like all the things that were going to happen. Like the world's going to end, and this is going to happen. This is going to happen, and it was like the, the, the this is the dates of the quotes of these particular claims started in in 1902. Mm. And they kept, like, oh, in 10 years, the, the uh, Antarctica is going to be a desert. And that was in 1943. And, and like, all these, like, things. And for me, like, I, I acknowledge that humans have screwed the planet over. 
harshly. And my biggest issue with the planet at the moment is the, the amount of plastics that are in the ocean. That's my biggest bugbear when it comes to what's going on with the planet. Po- uh, physical pollution, trash pollution. I have massive issues with that. Uh, a chemical pollution coming out of factories. Massive issues with that, all right? Now, the gas that comes out of my car being the sole temperature gauge, I don't agree with. And and that's only because I don't understand the science. Just going back to what you were saying, uneducated thing, my opinion is I don't believe that it is a fact. I'm not a scientist. I'm not going to claim that I am. However, I have a me- – so I've started a, a group here in my local council because we're, we've got a – we're trying to meet the the climate change activists with their own sort of methods. So, and we've got a, a guy on in our group. He's a retired uh, chemistry science uh, lecturer. He's ha- held a PhD for over fifty years. And I, I sat down with him yesterday, and I asked him plain and simple, like, "Look, what's your opinion on the science of climate change?" And and this is the best answer anyone has ever given me he goes i am not a climate scientist i cannot answer that Mm. i i don't understand it however what i can say is that the way that they communicate the science is unethical it's not done in any other medium of science at all and it needs to have a massive overhaul of how how it's communicated to the layperson degrees might be going up but we like what what tools are they do is there any implementation of diagnostics on the temperature gauges that they're using the modeling that they're using their mathematics he sat there and goes look this is one thing i can talk about is the math behind their climate models is incorrect and that's why there's groups of scientists going to the un and saying look you're being duped this is not correct like and and this is where like science has never been a a very easy one-way street at all, ever. It's only up until someone can actually see something physically happening that they accept things. And this is this is the part of the problem, I think, that we live in now when it comes to, you know, someone like young, what's her name, Greta Thun- Thunberg or Greta, you know, the 16th. Thunberg. Thunberg, right. Yeah. I can't deny the passion that this girl has for this. And, you know... I, I applaud her for being of such an age where, you know, she's willing to get on a boat, travel from Europe to New York and stand up in front of the UN and, and kind of give her point of view. Like, that, you know, I applaud her for doing that. But mm. the thing that frustrates me that comes from this, right, is that then you all of a sudden have a few people like your Andrew Bolts and, you know, a few of these outspoken sort of media personalities who then start mm. questioning her credentials, it then turns into this massive vitriol about people who speak out against her, you know, the man babies and people like that, because they only ever single out yeah. the men who complain. There are women who are complaining yeah, well, about that, this. It's only uh, the men. Well, is it the, the, well, no, it wasn't the Australian. No, it was the Sun-Herald put out an article saying that uh, a study has come out saying that those who question uh, Greta Thunberg are misogynists. Which this is my problem. and But, like, it's, like I personally have no problem against this young girl. I just think that in the day and age and culture we live in, that the majority of people now take her word as gospel, all of a sudden start running around thinking that we're all going to die in 10 years. I I had to cover last week uh, for the paper I work for, one of these climate change marches where all the kids take the day off school and stand in front, you know, we're going to save the planet, all this sort of stuff. 
And I'm obviously at this part, this place being completely neutral. I have to interview and kind of tell a balanced view of what's happening. But deep down, I'm just like, I'm just rolling my eyes in laughter. Not again that they're, they're doing this, that they're speaking out against an issue they believe in. It's just these people jump on the Greta train and think like, oh my God, we need to stop this and screw you adults. You've done nothing. So this is our world now. It's the kids world and blah, 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 blah. And it's just, it's just frustrating. Going back to your point about the science thing, it's like, you know, there are people out there who, who can study and see what's happening. And if you read into a lot of these reports, you know, we, we're not in a dire situation where we're all going to die in 10 years, 20 years and things like that. The, yes, I, it's exactly what you said. We, we have fucked this planet up. There's no denying that. It mm. just comes down to the fact of, of panic culture and, and things like that where all of a sudden we're, we're, all, we're not listening to the people who are educated to do this. We're listening to a 16-year-old girl because it's trendy to talk more about her in the mainstream media and listening and playing her sound clips and showing how passionate and all this sort of is rather than actually listening to the facts behind it. And Exactly. It's That's just, it. That's it. It's, yeah. it's, you know, it's great to have the face of a campaign, but like – you know, if if all of a sudden Hugh Jackman tomorrow was, you know, like he, he had skin cancer, he had melanomas, right? So if all mm. of a sudden tomorrow Hugh Jackman became the, the face of, you know, skin cancer awareness, we're not going to listen to Hugh Jackman about, like, we're not going to go to Hugh Jackman, g'day Hugh, how you doing, mate? I've got a massive mole on my face. Is this cancer? Like, we're not going to do that. We're going to go to our doctor and get diagnosed. But this is what people are, are losing the point with. They're listening to this girl who is like the, the outspoken activist for this campaign rather than listening to science and listening to the facts behind this issue. That's exactly right. You know, my, and this is where I go back to. is like when your kid is yelling at you, well, as a parent, when your kid's yelling at you, what do you do? You ignore it. And that, and that's it. And I'm not saying that in a, in a mean way. Like, good on her for I don't know, but I, I have my opinions on her, uh, and they're not they're not positive. I don't I don't have positive opinions of her. Yes, it is. It does take a, a heck of a lot of guts to stand up in front of the UN. It takes a head of, heck of a lot of guts to go stand up in front of Congress. But the th- thing is, uh, you're standing up when you go to those places. You. you Congress is 50-50. We've got 50% of the people there. And I, I, I'm, I'm using very blasé numbers here. You've got 50% of people who will be supporting and agreeing with you. And then knowing by the end of the day that you'll be such a fad that more than that should be supporting you verbally. Might not be mentally, but verbally they will support you. And then the UN, you go to the UN, the UN is by far, she would have had 100% of people at that event supporting her because countries that don't support climate change, like Australia, were barred from the event. So it wasn't United Nations. They segregated certain countries because they don't perform to the UN standards. Now, with the UN standards being, why is Australia, who only who only contributes 1.7% of uh, carbon emissions, has seven coal-fired power stations, most of the the rest of our our power is either nuclear, water, wind, or solar. We don't have nuclear power. So we're actually <laughs> we did. Well, we don't anymore. We did. <laughs> no, we did, and we should have more of it, in my opinion. But anyway, uh, that's another story. But anyway, 
the where was I going? Yeah, so Australia is like yes, per capita, we might be we we are more than most countries, but that's only because we are such a large land mass with a smaller population, powering spreading it further. I get that, but then you've got places like India and China, which by them like China by itself contributes seven percent of global carbon emissions. Yet they were front front row. United States follow very closely behind behind China in their emissions. They're actually number two at six point seven percent. They were the hosting the bloody event. Hmm. So this is where I, I get like Australia's like no, and then we got the thing come out in the news this morning. Scott Morrison. Now I'm not a Scott Mo fan. He, he does my head in. He's a weirdo, but he did say something which I totally agree with. He essentially just told the UN to go stuff themselves because he's not supporting a new world order. Thoroughly enjoyed that. And I know that's pretty funny having a Freemason saying he doesn't support a new world order. That, that's truth and matter. Most Freemasons won't. I, I know but nothing yeah, about the yeah. Freemasons, so I, I could, like, like to, to me, the Freemasons are just the stonecutters from The Simpsons. Like, <laughs> yeah, that, that's every what, Oscar that, night, we do, we do. Is when I became a Freemason, my sister-in-law would she would share she shared two things with me. She sent me the video of Homer pulling up out of the car and at, at the college and was like, "Nerd!" <laughs> <laughs> and the other one was um. It was the, the stone cutters and she goes, do you wear these cool things? I went, no, uh, we wear aprons and stuff and we have swords sometimes. It's, um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It's all very interesting. And again, we always string into this side of conversation somehow. And, um, yeah, like it's just this, this, uh, this world we live in, Josh. Uh, again, Richmond have won two premierships in three years. That says enough about this world we live in. Like, what's exactly right? And we've got a Star Wars movie coming out soon. And yes, oh, <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited. You, you, you've got a little bit of wood. Um, it's... Oh, he's gone quiet. I've offended him. Is there's that, is there's that a thing nothing little the about that. Or... <laughs> no. Um, no. It's. I think we will talk a little bit more about that in the lead up to it. We're obviously getting closer and closer to it coming up. Yes. Um, but uh, are we going to be coming back and singing today, Josh? What's What's the plan, Stanny? I need to go to take a leak, but then we'll be doing some songs. All right. Well, you're not going to hear him doing a leak. We're going to end this bit right now, and then we're going to come back and we're going to do some songs. <laughs> it's always exciting when we used to do this segment, and we haven't done this segment in a while because we ran out of all the classic ones we've played, and we haven't done a new one in a while, but I'm going to press this button. It's that time of the week to play everybody's favorite game show. It's Forget the Lyrics here on the Brink on Edge Radio. Over to the studio. I'm going to forget the lyrics. Woo, woo, woo. Woo! Um, Mallory's still too chicken to do this, so it's me and Josh. Hello again, Josh. Hello. What is up with the sap on the dark on the sap? Um, not much. Not I'm, I'm excited for this. We've got a couple of good songs. Some good songs going on. Ready? We will do our usual solo each, and then a duet. Um, do you want to do your solo first? Do you want me to do my solo first? How do you want to do this? Uh, you do your solo first. Sure. Um, which means <laughs> that you get to choose the topic first. So you need to tell me what is going first. I would like you to sing about the drink solo. The, dr- the drink solo. <laughs> wow. Um, sure. Okay. Why not? Uh, yep. The song I have chosen 
is Bad Guy by Billie Eilish. Now, I'm sure this is on all your playlists that you listen to all the time, if I'm not mistaken, Josh. Um, um, no. <laughs> uh, really? You don't like a bit of Billie Eilish? A bit of Bad Guy? No, not really. Do you even know no. this song? No, I don't. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> you're going to have fun with this. I thing. probably do. Like, it's, I've been listening to a lot of Audible. So that's that's been my my jam lately. Right. Okay. That 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 and the Joe Rogan experience. I thought it was a Seth Rogan experience. I thought there was something you know a little bit different there. But uh, no. All right. Well, you're going to learn no. a, a new newish song. Uh, this is me singing "Bad Guy" by Billie Eilish to the topic of the beverage solo. Um, <laughs> this is where I should be singing to Solo by Jason Derulo. Um, that would make so much more sense. Or, or um, Red Solo cut by uh, mm. uh, Toby Keith. <laughs> yeah. But no, we're going with uh, Bad Guy. All right, let's do this. Uh, hitting play, and we will get into this now. <clears throat> Got such a good beat. Yellow can, it's filled with fizzy drink, sugar, all in that can. It tastes like lemon, it is so refreshing, it goes in my eye mouth. Is it lemon squash I'm drinking? Is it lift that is in my lips? I don't know what it is. Oh wait, it is solo, uh-oh. So I drink it, it goes in my stomach I like the taste of it, it's really refreshing Then I'm on keto, I think, oh shit, it shouldn't drink that No, no, now I'm gonna go bit I'm the solo person Duh You don't know this song, you know there's like music here I'm the solo person Drinking the whole can, it is empty squash, it's all over the table. Go get a bottle of it, pour it down the sink. I can't drink it, I'm on keto. Josh, you screwed up my diet. Now I am fat once more, I can't fit in the door. So I'm drinking lots and lots of Solo. It's going in my belly, now it's full of Rollo. I prefer Lyft, it's made from Coke. Solo's made from Pepsi, it is so shitty. Solo is bad. Duh. What is going on back there, Josh? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, this is like the breakdown bit. I think I'm going to end it. This is just the weird song to do. (laughs) Like, it's just... I like it when you drink solo... I guess that I'm drinking it solo-ish. You said let's drink some solo, but I want to drink it because it's not quite lift and I don't like it. 
in the song. <laughs> I don't know what oh. Yeah. That's funny. That is a terrible topic. I'm sorry. What What was that, Josh? What was that? Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I've never been good at the topics. No, you haven't. Ever. You haven't been. No. Yeah. Uh, do I get a score still or not really? I'll give you I'll give you a five because you uh had a go. <laughs> I had a go. Thanks, Josh. You had a go. Alright, your topic well, sorry, what song are you singing first? I am doing Friend Like Me from Aladdin. Aladdin. Uh your topic should you choose to accept it and you have to, because it's the law. Is Richmond going for a third premiership in twenty twenty? Ooh, okay. <laughs> All right. Over to Josh. Friend like me. This is gonna be hard. Aladdin. This is gonna be hard. That's what she said. The topic of Richmond Tigers <laughs> winning a third premiership in four years next year. Over to you, Joshy boy. Thank you. Oh, I'm waiting for the music. Here they go. Go do the bread and black notes. Black and gold. Yeah. <laughs> bread and black. Tigers. Yeah. Richmond. Tigers, yeah! Oh man, guess what's coming next? In 2020, there will be a really good game to play. Be Richmond against some poor sucker to take away the premiership. And I now, you're probably thinking, Richmond ain't gonna get that good. But let me tell you that Essen couldn't and neither could St Kilda. And guess what? Carlton will lose another round. It'll be more than three years for they'll ever get to Premiership. This is a really hard one to sing about with this song. But guess what? I'm going to give it a go because you haven't got me at all. Uh, Tigers are the best little mascot you can have. The Bombers suck, the Hawks are crap, and the Tigers will just eat them up. Let's look at the Magpies. A swooping bird. Yeah... But let's think of something else, you know. The cats are pretty crap. The lions could. Yeah, nah. The blues could. Yeah, nah. Can, can the roos do this? But the cats can't do this. But the tigers can. Listen to this. The tigers have won. The UN of three. We're going to do more than anyone else has ever done. Yeah, this song is hard, but guess what? I'm still giving it a go. Will Smith did a really good job of this, but Robin Williams is the god. The Tigers will win another one in 2020 and 21. Guess what else? I'm not sure about. Essendon will die, yeah? And I wonder if there will be another GWS Premiership. Probably not, because GWS suck. Carl sucks. Richmond, Richmond will win another. Yeah, yeah, Richmond will win another one. Well, uh, that was something. That was, that was really hard. I, I, I'm gonna three excuses for this. The song was really loud and I couldn't think. <laughs> the second one was, 
I just did not have the facts in my head for this one. <laughs> and the third one was I was so hoping it would have been Greta Thunberg as my subject. <laughs> Aww. Um, five out of ten. Uh, <laughs> just keep. Oh reading. no, that was horrible. It, it, it's no, no waking no, look, up. Look, I week. think you, you did okay. Um, you know, there was a few little slip ups. You ripped into Colton too much. That's a bit mean. But um, how how do we live in a world now where Richmond's more successful than Carlton? Jesus, what's going on here? Um, no five, a decent five. Five five is five. So okay, easy five. All right, uh, I I'm really scared for the next one now, mate. Now, well, do you want to sing first, or do you want to come up with the topic? Oh, I want to know what your topic is before. Well, I'll I make give a you Greta Thunberg then if you sing first. <laughs> nah, nah, this one will be too hard for this one, and it's. It would go down. So could you imagine two podcasters today sung about Greta Thunberg to the theme License to Kill? Um, it would not go okay, down well. Well, well. all right. Let's, let's, let's change it up. You can still sing first, but I'll go with Donald Trump getting impeached. Oh, I'm down. All right. Okay. This is, we are singing this to License to Kill by Gladys Knight, the James Bond theme from 1989. And we're going on this long tradition of doing all... We're going to eventually do, forget lyrics, all the Bond themes. That's going to be our uh, target. But uh, right... And then we'll go on to- <laughs> Yeah, we will. Uh, <laughs> let's, uh, let's do this right now. Um, you're singing first. We're going to get ready to press play. License to Kill, Gladys Knight. Mm. Let's hit the play button in three, two, one, go. Impeach Did you know they want to send you to jail? Jail. Hey, Trumpy, the Democrats are in bag with the FBI. FBI. So they. Just died. What just happened? <laughs> Don't call the Ukraine. Discuss your presidential enemies. Don't impeach Trump because he will get another four after second fall. It's in the Constitution. Impeaching Trumpy Donald Donald Trumpy Over to Ben Trumpy What you doing over there with your orange hair Your hair Hey Trumpy do you think that America really does care about your orange face? 
Why'd you make that phone call to the Ukraine? And then Australia got impeachment to do. Do the Democrats are coming for you. Can you get out of this? Or are you gonna do what you always do and take the piss? Got a Trump to do, and then you will be going to jail. To jail. And when you go to jail, Will you build yourself a wall so you're in private? In private, impeaching Trump. I don't know if I meant to continue on. But I'll take over now, because it's my turn too. And you never know what the Democrats will lose. Cause they got nothing Cause they got nothing They got nothing on Trump Oh Trump's not gonna get impeached Cause it takes more than two years to accomplish The Constitution dictates could possibly be no even trial I know more about this than I do about Australian politics Trump's not getting impeached because he's more of a mannerantic Trump's gonna do me. Trump Peach Man. This is actually a lot harder than I thought it was gonna be this song. Trump. Gotta do this with Trumpy. Trumpy Peach. Ooh, Trumpy Orange Man rang a face. You're fired, Trump Man. <laughs> Going to jail. <laughs> You weirdly sexy why. Um <laughs> Um oh, I don't even know what to comment on that one. <laughs> oh mate. Do you have anything to add? Uh, do we give each other what do you I give you a a, 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 a four, sure. A, a four. A four I demand more. You could just give me a three and then you win, so no, I'm going to give you a five. Hey! You earned it. You earned it. I'm honest. I'm honest. I'm not. Woo! <laughs> In your face. In your face. Um, cool. Fair enough. Uh, solid, solid victory there by me. Uh, it's a game of uh, three songs. And uh, look, you know, I put out the effort I could. You know, the boys played hard. You know, it was a team effort. And uh, look, I really think we dug deep when we needed to. So, uh yeah, all, all the um, all the props of the opponents. They did their best, but uh, you know, come up against us on this day, and there's no beating us. Simple. So yeah, thanks. Great. 
Awesome. Sweet. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Josh, thank you uh, for singing, and uh, I'm sure we will do this again. Uh, you really, you really appreciating that I actually sang. That's, uh, I think that's not a good thing to be appreciated for. There's a reason why we don't do this segment often, and that's one of them. So uh, <laughs> there you go. Joshy, thank exactly. you. Always a pleasure, and I'm sure we'll talk to you at some point in the next six months. <laughs> it's time to wrap it all up. When you think of wrapping it all up, do you either think of like, I don't know, LL Cool J and Eminem, or do you think of like a Christmas present? Christmas present. What about LL Cool J and Eminem wrapping a Christmas present? No. Like, would that be um, not ironic? Ironic's not the, the correct word there. What's that when it's, um, you know, they're doing something? No, what is that ironic? Is it a rapper's wrapping a present? It's a bit confusing. Um, are you excited the fact that it's only about two and a bit months till Christmas? I am. What are you most looking forward to about Christmas? Being in- super poor. <laughs> seeing my mom. Uh, uh, the food's going to be a good thing as well for a couple of weeks. We're going to put on all the weight we've lost, apparently. Um, but, yeah, I should say happy October. This is our first show of October. Ho-hova leftover from October. For- happy Halloween. For our... <laughs> you realize when I go to Auckland, I go on Halloween? Don't know how I feel about that. Um, yeah. Do you- Halloween, October. It's... Thanksgiving this month for you guys too, isn't it? It is. Eight days, nope, five days away. So it's this Thursday, is it? Yes. The 10th? Yes. The there you go. That's our one year anniversary no, of being No, it's normally on a Monday. Must it's on be a next Monday? No, is it the 10th or is it on a Monday? I don't know. Um, by the time this has been released, we will, uh, of course, have seen the Flames and the Canucks play each other. Both of our teams lost our opening games. Uh, how you, how you feeling? Canuck, canucking good or Canucking bad? Shush. It's a legitimate question. I'm not actually being mean for once. We suck. <laughs> no, it is on Monday. It's on next the Monday. The 14th of October. Yeah. It's the second Monday of October. So I will get to experience my first Canadian Thanksgiving next year. Um, No. Didn't we do Thanksgiving last year? No. no. We did Christmas last year. Uh, what, what, like, what, is there any difference between a Canadian Thanksgiving and an American Thanksgiving? Besides being on a Monday rather than a Thursday? Um, we celebrate different things. What is Canadian? What, what do you celebrate? <laughs> She's got a quick <laughs> Our... You're the pilgrims and the, the Indians. <laughs> um, do, 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 do. Yep, this is live on air. She's trying to... Occurring second Monday. Celebrates the harvest and other blessings of the past year. But is this just... I a knew th- that, actually. Is this just a thing that Canadians are like, oh, eh, the Americans do it. Let's do it too, eh? Um, we have a holiday each month, so you decide. Um, but is it is this the biggest holiday outside of Christmas in Canada? Is it a big deal? Do people travel like go home for Thanksgiving or is yes. it? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have like a big family Thanksgiving? Yeah. Turkey and yeah. Just is it just like America? I loved American Thanksgiving. I've been there twice. Yeah. For it. Great. Have you been to America for Thanksgiving? No. It's, it's... We have our own Thanksgiving. <laughs> we don't need them. Sorry, America. Um, yeah. Uh, and also quickly, just before we leave, Justin Trudeau, any thoughts this week? <laughs> Your election's in a couple of weeks. It is. So that's exciting. Uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe, all the relevant channels, do as you're told because we say so. Listen to the Ben and Variety Hour this week. If you're in New Zealand, vote in your local government elections this week. Uh, and, yeah, I don't know what else to say, really. Keep sucking those oranges, Hober Cargill. Guess we're ending the show then. Uh, and... Good night. <laughs>